0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear friends in Christ, and welcome to Thursday of the 27th week, in ordinary time of the churches here. Today being the 26th day of October 2022. Let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, oh come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Pray Without Season and Without Season. Pray without season and without season. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians chapter 3 from verse 1 to verse 5. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 11 from verse 5 to verse 13. Having given to the apostles the formula of prayer, that is effective and that is life changing. Today, Jesus teaches them to pray without season. To pray non-stop. To pray until they see results. And to pray without season also. That their prayers should not be time bound. Should not be occasional. Should not be seasonal. But it has to be persistent and consistent. Their prayers have to be not just in words, but also in action. That when they pray for a particular intention, they will have to consensuously work for the actualization of that intention. They will have to pray, not just in the morning or at night, or not just in the morning and at night, but every moment of their life. And so, Their praying becomes, therefore, not just in, if you like, seasonal expression in words one's desire and request of God. But a continuous thing that characterizes the life of the person. Prayer becomes, in this sense, the essence of our existence. Prayer becomes, in this sense, the quest for a constant and continuous communion and union with God, seeking to know His will and presenting to Him our will and aligning our way to His will and walking to see the manifestation of His will in our lives. And so today, he uses this story of this friend who went to his own friend to ask for help at night, later in the night. And he says that the friend may not give him his request because of their friendship, but when he persists, at least for the sake of this persistence, the friend would rise to give whatever he asks of him, and so Jesus says, We should ask and we shall receive, we should knock, and wish it will be open unto us, and we should seek and we shall find. This is a commitment on the part of God to us his children. But the question is: how persistent, how consistent. How firm, how faithful are you in your asking? Do you have the conviction that is your friend and not just your friend, but your own father in heaven who loves you much more than your earthly father will do that which you are asking of him? Are you living as one who believes in this reality? Does your lifestyle correspond with your prayer life? Do you pray and see prayer as a thing you do without stopping? That I ask for this particular intention. And after a period of time, I'm not seeing it done. And then I stop. This man in this story remained at his friend's door, keep knocking and keep asking and keep begging that his need be granted. Even when the friend told him, go, we have already gone into bed with my family. I cannot attend to you now. But he remained persistent in asking. Even though the friend has told him, don't bother me, the door is shut and my children are with me in bed. He continued in bothering him. Are you feeling that your prayer is a way of bothering God? And so you want to excuse God? You want to let go of God? Are you thinking that you have prayed so much, but God has done so little? And because of that, you want to leave God alone, since if you feel God is not taking your own case seriously? Are you thinking of quitting praying because you think that there is no point praying anymore because all the ones you have prayed, you have not seen the result? friend? the more you pray and you fail to see results, the more you should become persistent in your prayers. Do you pray at some given times of the day, some times of the year, some given times of the week? Perhaps, oh, I pray in the morning and at night, in the morning when I get out of bed, at night before I go to bed. Of course, not many do that today. Do you pray, oh, on Fridays is my fasting day, on Tuesdays are my fasting days? Or you pray only in a particular time of the month. Ah, the first week of the month is my time for praying and asking God for different favors. Or you pray only in some seasons of the year. Lenten season is my time of prayer. Advent is my time of prayer. Beginning of the year is my time of prayer. I must do the beginning of the year program. I spend one moon praying. I do this. I do that. Beloved child of God. Today God is challenging you and I that beyond all of this because they are good in themselves we must make a prayer a thing that is part and parcel of our existence. That we we'll pray verbally. We also pray by with our action. Our lifestyle should become a prayer in itself. A consistent and constant communion, communication and union with God. Presenting our needs and seeking above all the will of God. Prayer is now to be understood, not just letting God know what we want of Him, but communing with God, dialoguing with God, seeking to hear from God, to know what He wants of us, so that we can ask in accordance with His will. Many are frustrated today in their prayer life because they do not know how to pray in line with the will of God for themselves. And that is why Jesus tells us today that if our earthly fathers, as evil as they are, can give us good things when we ask, how much more our heavenly father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him? Why? Because we need the Spirit of God to be able to know the mind of God and to ask according to the will of God in our demands of God. Little wonder then, Paul was so, you know, disappointed in the Galatian church, and today he questioned them, having them you know, established on the basis of the Holy Spirit. Why not derive from the Holy Spirit and live as though you were saved by the law? Paul was not discarding the law. Paul was not saying the law is not important. Remember, Jesus Christ said himself, I have come not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law and the prophets. But here, the rightful understanding of the law now is that the law is not the source of our salvation, but is the guide of our life. The source of our salvation is the free gift of Christ to the world. The self-sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And so we only need, firstly, to believe and trust in the efficacy of this sacrifice. That is why St. Paul is saying, it is not the Lord that has saved any of you. It is grace. It is believing in this free gift of God's mercy, God's salvation, God's forgiveness to humanity. But having been forgiven our sins, we are having been made new creatures in Christ Jesus, our life is now to be guided by the commandments of God. So even though the commandments have no power to take away our sins, it is meant to guide us. And that is why Jesus says, I have come to fulfill the law and the prophets. And so, when you allow the word of God to guide you, you are not able to pray in accordance with God's will. You are not able to enter into a very healthy and enriching dialogue with God in the form of prayer. And so, dear beloved child of God, no matter what you've been through or you may be going through today, remember this always, that God challenges you today to pray nonstop. And to pray without selecting times, places, and moments. Every moment of your life should be a moment of prayer, a moment of communion with God, a moment of dialoguing with God, a moment of communicating with God. And in all things, keep on pressing in prayer until you see result for God never fails. May he not fail you as you call upon him in prayers today and always. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.